you hear those motorbikes? Yeah, just. Why is that? Where are you? I'm sat out in my garden on this lovely summer's evening, David. I'm in the outhouse. The the birds are singing. (laughs) I can hear the pricks on motorbikes in the distance. (laughs) You might occasionally hear a train go by, uh, because obviously we're quite near to the freight track. Is that the uh, the is that the movie train? Not it yet. Isn't the movie train, but not yet. <laughs> not been a film made. How are you enjoying it? How how are you enjoying the weather these these I'm, summer evenings? I'm pretty clammy, Greg. Am I? It's it's affecting my kids' sleep, and that's yes. just not good no. at all. I um, um I'll yeah. <laughs> just yeah, my, my kid is not sleeping well. I've, I just want to put this out there. I've been up since four o'clock this morning, Gregory. It's now ten past nine. I'm a little bit tired. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. A two, oh. a one, two, three, four. I'm Dave, and I'm Greg, and we love watching films. Great films, bad films, blockbusters, classics, indie films, cheesy films, superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Beat you to it. You had some you planned, I could tell. <laughs> How can you tell? I can just, you're like itching to try and like say, a, you can just, I don't know. What, go on, what were you going to say? Or are you saving it? You're saving it for next week. Well, you're asking about the weather, and I thought, oh, he's got something. He's got something going here. Thirty-one, two. No prick. <laughs> I was going to give you a compliment as well. I was going to say it doesn't show. You can it's still giving me. You've been up since four o'clock because you look fantastic. You look bright-eyed and fat. I'm genuinely just giving you a compliment, mate. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I won. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been? You don't look a day over thirty-one. Uh, it's been it's been good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, started a new job last week, so that's been really good. Um, getting to grips with the the whole thing. It's quite exciting. Um, prepping for this bloody wedding this weekend. Um, ah, yeah, yes, all good. This wedding that's been two years in the making, but there was a wedding last last year. It's already happened, and he's yeah, doing it again. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Many. Everyone, take yeah. your places again. <laughs> <laughs> Act happy. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well. Cool. How are you? How are you? I'm alright. Thanks. I'm counting down to the end of term. Uh, I'm about. Well, I'm. Can you hear that, Pratt? In his blood, in this motorbike. Can you hear that? No. Well, some pillock on a bloody crosser tosspot. I notice you're you're doing the water drinking. Look at this yeah. hand cannon. Yeah. I think yours is like twice the size of mine. The water bottle, wait, I mean. Ask Jane. Uh two point two litres. Yeah, see, <laughs> just one litre. Uh, and I fill well. mine up at lunchtime. Good. But, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> Nailing the water and it's just personal. You know, I feel good. For, I feel good for it. Drinking a lot of water and uh, yeah, yeah, urinating we'll about, a lot, belting. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about my health at the end of the end of the show. <laughs> my health. We'll talk, my depleting health at the end of the show. Oh, that sounds really <laughs> ominous. I'm fine. <laughs> fine. I'm, we're just we're just doing we're just monitoring our weight loss. That's, oh, that's dear all. God, dear Jesus. God. 
Uh, wow. Yeah, what have you I done this week? Ta- Anything exciting? What I was going to say is I recommend talcum powder. You said about cleanliness. <laughs> I recommend talcum powder. There you go. Thanks. Good to know. Good to know. Um, Anything exciting this week? Uh, nope. Good. You? Uh, barbecues? Nope. That's about it. I've been, swimming, I've been swimming with my kids a lot, trying to trying to get them to jump in. Because they have swimming lessons, but they, they've gone. They don't have the confidence to jump in. So uh. I've been taking them swimming, trying to get them to jump in a bit more. And, and that, so. Just chuck it. it. That's Be my right. excitement again. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Good stuff. Um, I have a little thought. Um, yeah. So, do you remember last week's... Uh, What's it called? Everyone's a critic, and uh, it was Leaves Lockdown. And Leaver watched that totally random Steve Buscemi film, uh, Trees yes. Lounge. Okay, have you watched it? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just had this little thought off the back of Leaver's sort of punt last week on Trees Lounge. Is mm. there a film uh, for you that you sort of sort? Is there a film that you completely took a chance with? that actually turned out to be something quite special. I just thought that was quite a nice little... Uh... Throw these questions on me without preparation. Because now I'm on the spot. It's natural. Right. natural. Yeah. For me, um, it was uh, Into the Wild. Uh, yes. Which, you know, like it sounds a bit cheesy. People say, that film literally changed my life. I actually think that film changed my life. It was absolutely incredible, and it made me just sort of look at things a little bit different. Wrote a song about it, and it was yeah. our, it was a big single for us, Greg. It was hit in, the, uh, in the in the north. If you want to hear our song inspired by the film Into the Wild, go on, uh, go on YouTube or Don't. any of any of your music <laughs> streaming services. Type in Arkham Carvers, uh, Alaska. Type in uh, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Eddie Vedder's yeah. uh, soundtrack. Yeah. To Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, well, what? That, but I suppose we do that quite a lot at the moment, don't we? Sometimes, some weeks, we have to take a punt on something random. Yeah. So, um, like, we did it with rocks. Um, we did it with apples. That yeah. was a nice one. We took a punt on. Um, what was the what was the film I watched about six months ago about the what's it called? It's about the woman who she's like oh portrait becomes, of a lady on fire. No, no, it's an older film than that. Um, it's uh, Charlize Theron, and she comes back to her hometown and she's like single. Oh, young adult. Young adult, yeah, yeah. yeah See, that was film. that's one of them. It's like that's on that was just randomly on TV. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. have a go at this. And so I whacked it on and I quite enjoyed it. So, nice. yeah, it's nice when that happens, isn't it? Because you've got no and anticipation yeah. whatsoever. It's just, I'm going to take a punt on it see what happens. And I'd like to hear what you guys think, if there is a film that you took a punt on that actually was something pretty special. I just think it's pretty cool. Yes. It's, it's quite cool when you just surprise yourself and go, wow, that was absolutely brilliant. And I would yeah, never yeah. have watched it. Um, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man. So, Greg. Yes. What the hell's coming up on today's show? Well, David, cue that music. Next up, where the movie train is pulling into Little Miss Sunshine Station uh, on the back of last week taking the... What, like, we Red took Kinnear. the Red Kinnear line, didn't we? <laughs> uh, then we've got this week's film news. Then our new film this week is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Our So Solid You this week is Sing. Uh, we've got Everyone's a Critic. Uh, and then we're going on getting back on that old movie train. How's about that? Does that sound good? Sounds great, Greg. It sounds great. Oh, the, uh, the I can hear the birds. Bloody hell. Tell them to shut up. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, then. Um, take a breath. We're diving in. Oh, okay. Still makes okay, me laugh. Chicka chicka, chicka chicka. I think is that. I think I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming down. Chicka chicka, chicka chicka, chicka chicka, chicka chicka, chicka chicka. Choo choo. <laughs> Somebody walked past the chair going choo choo. The whole thing is, my, my garden is like very communal. Um, it's like I've got my own garden, but it's like all the neighbours just very close by. Yeah. Probably looking down and going, what's Craig doing? Like Shut got the like fuck a up. Yeah. It's 20 past nine. <laughs> is it 20 past nine? God, you're right, yeah. it is. We better crack on and talk about Little Miss Sunshine, David. Here we are. We're yes. Calling. What was that we great canal line like? It's, uh, it's, been, it's been a good journey. Good journey. It's a great journey. Great journey down that old Greg Kinnear line to the Little Miss Sunshine Station. Uh, so this came it's out quite some station as well, isn't it? It is quite it's a like station. A, mon- a monumental station. Uh, yeah. I think it might be listed. <laughs> it's a listed station. So Little Miss Sunshine came out in 2006. Uh, basically, the film follows. It's a family determined to get their young daughter into the finals of a beauty pageant. Um, they take a cross-country trip in their VW bus, um, and there are a lot of antics along the way. Yeah, not much more to yeah. say, really, without getting a bit too in-depth into kind of characters and, and, and that sort of stuff. I think that sums it up quite nicely. And it's, as I've said before, it's kind of one of those, like, can you not bloody dog barking? It's one of those like off comedies. It's it's one of those like dry comedies. It, you know, there's not tons of kind of laugh out loud moments, but that doesn't mean it's not funny and it's no. touching and it's bloody brilliant. It's directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie uh, Farris, um, and they went on to do a few other films. They uh, they did the Battle of the Sexes, which was the um, Steve Carell, Emma Stone one, you know, the tennis one. Ruby yeah, Sparks, yeah, yeah. we've seen before. I've seen before, and they've done a lot of like music videos and. And, and that sort of stuff. Um, for me, there's a lot to love in this film and very little yeah. not to like. Um, I love the fact that, and it's it's a weird thing to say that I love this, but there's kind of a sadness to everything in this film. There's a kind of a melancholiness. Is that yeah. a word? Or melancholy. It's melancholy. It's melancholy. <laughs> uh, running, you know, throughout the whole film. Um, I think... It's an absolute stellar cast. It's only a matter of time before Tony Collette gets an Oscar. I just need to put that out there. She is absolutely breathtaking. Uh, yeah. She gives this kind of brutally honest performance in, in in everything that she does, even if it's like something like Knives Out where it's a little bit more comedic, but she is absolutely brilliant. Um, there's this kind of realism to the film that makes everything so believable. The kind of, even down to like the little little touches that make this family so believable, you know, the the... <laughs> the reused McDonald's like hamburger cups that they that they drink from yeah, at, yeah. at the table every night. The KFC for 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 tea yeah. every night. With <laughs> chicken. Uh, just, it's just so well written. It, it's excellent. Yeah. The yeah. cast you've got to, you've got to talk about just all bouncing off each other. So you've got Greg Kinnear. Obviously, it's, it's his line, um, yeah. but giving this kind of desperate positivity as this kind of uh, self-help or one one like kind of wannabe self-help guru yes so positive and so motivational it kind but of almost makes like he's, he's trying to kid himself it's like he's it's yeah like exactly he's exactly 
Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, Alan Arkin, who won an Oscar for this film as the as the as the grandpa, this sort of brutal yeah. honesty throughout, sticking it to the system and spoilers. But even in death, he's kind of sticking yeah. it to the, to the man. Of, you know this this whole beauty yeah. pageant thing. Paul Dano. Yeah. The first thing I ever saw Paul Dano in was this, and you got to think yeah. about what he's gone on and done after this film. You know some pretty mega films like he's that creepy kind of he's not really the villain but that creepy guy in prisoners he gives an amazing performance in there will be blood uh brian wilson in love and mercy and obviously we're going to be seeing him next this year later on this year um or is it next year as the, in, the middle in the bat in the batman uh, i was I funny I, as i was watching it as i was watching it, i was thinking wouldn't this be funny if this was like the Riddler origin, origin story? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That would be really cool. Um, I, I love Steve Carell in this because the, when this came out, they marketed it as like this like laugh out loud slapstick comedy and like Steve Carell's next big film after Anchorman and the 40-year-old virgin. And it's just yeah. not that whatsoever, but it's absolutely amazing. But it, yeah. this like hopelessness to his character. But then obviously I like the kind of finding optimism towards the end, but Steve Carell's so good. Like, Oh, amazing. He, again, he, he's amazing in, in everything he's in. Well, majority of the things he's in are not the same as he's in. But this is the first time you sort of go, oh, yeah, he, he's he an actor, act. actually. Yeah, he yeah, can, he can yeah. really act. Um, obviously, Tony Collette's got that drive. And then, uh, you know, Abigail Breslin, that she just brings that sort of innocence. And the, that, that scene amazing. where she's she's sat in uh, the hotel with her granddad and she's, on, she's like, she asked him, am I pretty? And he's like, you're the prettiest girl in the world. But then yeah, she sort of yeah, that yeah. breakdown. She's so, like even back then, she was such a good actor. It's absolutely amazing. amazing. Um, for me, I'm sorry, I've just got quite a lot to say about this film. I love it so, so much. Um, there's two hearts to this film. Two things driving this film. One's Olive, obviously, quite obviously, yeah. you know, always in the background and and with that optimism. But the other heart of the film is is the VW van, uh, which kind of yeah. for me like represents them all. That sort of they're all a bit knackered and they're all struggling to get in gear, literally. Um, yeah. And I, I just think it's a, such a lovely little metaphor for the entire film, and it, it's just great. Um, so much more to say, but it, you know, it's touching, it's subtle. The dark comedy that sort of pops up, and I've said before, it's like it's a, this dry comedy, but then every now and again they'll just throw something so bleak in. So, like, yeah. again, spoilers, but I'm sure everybody's seen this film where the granddad dies sort of uh, three quarters of the way through, and the doctor's there, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm sorry he passed, and it's all really, uh, it's all really sad. And he's like, I'll, I'll get you, his, uh, I'll get you his, uh, what do they call it? His personal, it's like, uh, it, and yeah, I'll, 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 a, I'll get the family. Uh, yeah, bereavement, I get bereavement, bereavement like okay, and then he yeah. just walks. If it's dead quiet, just goes. Linda, <laughs> yeah, that's it, Linda. <laughs> so funny, yeah, like yeah. proper laughed out loud. Um, yeah. For me, it possibly tops another round's like feel good dance ending. Although whether whether you argue that another round's ending is a feel good ending, you know, there's other things to sort of say about it. But um, you know, I, yeah. I just love that kind of laugh. Just. You just feel so good at the end when they're all like, you know what, f- you. Let's just dance, yeah. dance our asses off, and it's yeah. brilliant. Um, laugh yeah. out loud comedy. You know the body through the window, the payoff at the end. The whole film pay- builds up to this one joke where Olive, uh, is, she says, "I want to dedicate this to my grandpa," and he's like, "Where's your grandpa?" <laughs> yeah. In the trunk of our car. It's just like so funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, ultimately for me, the reason I love this film is because there's an honesty to it. There's an innocence buried underneath that dry and sometimes dark humor. It's a film about being 
honest and true to yourself, whether that's sticking it to the system, supporting your children, following your dreams or accepting failures. Um, they're all done in sometimes subtle, sometimes brash, uh, but always beautiful ways. I f***ing adore this film. It's amazing. Love it. How about you, Greg? I like it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Sorry, I just like <laughs> hijacked that entire thing, but I feel quite passionate about yeah. this film. No, it's it, it is wonderful, and you're right. It's it's the way it's this sort of it's the dysfunction amongst them, and it's almost like a family love story, and it's yeah. the way they all sort of go from this sort of um, hopeless, dysfunctional mess, and through the sort of like the shining beacon of of light, which is Olive, who, I mean, she is she is Little Miss Sunshine for that. This whole thing is like yeah. It's kind of like it's it's the anti it's the anti shallow beauty pageant message, isn't it? It's like yeah, despite despite all of that, at the end, you know, all the way, Olive has been the true Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, who actually yeah. it's her, it's her attitude, it's her positivity, it's her sort of just innocence, sort of um, optimism that's driven the whole thing, and um, and that's. Uh, and that's what's brought them all together, and that's what's made every single one of them overcome their own little journey, if you like. Because yeah. um, so Steve Carell's character overcomes his, his well, to an extent, overcomes his depression. Um, a brother, Paul Dano, uh, Dwayne, um, obviously starts talking, and then sort of like actually gets quite um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of uh, animated and you yeah. know like yeah. engaging. You know that. Dad stops getting hung up on this nine-step program and sort of realised like the truth that like you know that there's more to life than him and his his work and sort of and that thing, you know. So they've all got their own journey and it's all really Olive is the is the glue that sort of binds them all together and yeah. and that's what it's all about really. It's just a really gorgeous message. It's beautifully shot. It's such a good balance of drama and humour. Um, yeah, there's there, there is. Like you say, there's nothing to dislike about this film. It's absolutely marvellous. Would you say, Greg, this film is War Horse or Bible Man, Power Source? Miles Peterson had everything. Money, power, fame. Until he lost it, then Miles finds the power of God and harnesses that power to become Bible Man. What do you think, Greg? War Horse, please. <laughs> Me too. Where can we see this film, Greg? It's available. I see some you to say it's available on Disney Plus. Woo! This is the news. Okay, so a few bits of news today. Uh, first one announced uh, later last week, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas has uh, joined the cast of Indiana Jones 5, 4, 5, 5. As the villain, presumably. Well, Mads is the villain, isn't he? Oh, um, so, unsure, but Antonio okay. Banderas. Boots. In boots. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be like a one of Indy's old mates that we've never met before that conveniently, you know, he conveniently ends up in his town or something like that, which they always okay. do. Uh, but yeah, cool. Love him. He's Zorro. Let's face it. Uh, well, good. Next thing then. 
And I don't know if you saw this, so it's not really film related, but it kind of is. Have you seen what Netflix has announced that they're doing? Later no, I've, just year, seen, I've just seen on our notes that you've written that they're doing games. Ah, so you can see these notes now. I kind of see some of them, yeah. Ah, great. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so uh, Netflix announced last week that they will soon be streaming games, and it's not going to cost any more to do it. They've not said what they are or anything like that, but there's going to be some sort of you know add-on where, yeah, you can just stream games. I don't know, I feel like that. A bit weird. I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to play like on my Skyrim. Yeah, maybe. Or... I don't know. Cool. Or they'll release some sort of Netflix controller or something. I don't know. Very strange, but it inevitably, like, inevitably was going to happen, wasn't it, really? When you think of what this, like what people stream. <laughs> hmm. um, the other things people stream now, films, yeah. TV, games, sport. That's the one thing Netflix hasn't really done. No, which yeah. Amazon have done. Um, yeah, so there you go. Interesting. We'll see what happens. Cool. Big surprise. This you know this news is a, is a huge, huge surprise, Greg. Bill Murray has signed on to, uh, I don't think they've ever worked together before, Wes Anderson's next film. Really? That'd be really great to see how he directs it. Yeah. <laughs> what what wow. a surprise. But apparently it's set in Spain. Maybe Antonio Banderas <laughs> could be in it. Maybe. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, cool, like that, nice, whatever. So, <laughs> last year we saw, we got these set photos from Rid- Ridley Scott's going back to his his epic roots, you know, from like Gladiator, uh, Kingdom of Heaven, things like that. Um, and he's making this film called The Last Duel, and it it, it stars uh, Jodie Comer, um, uh, Adam Driver, but also Ben Affleck and Matt Damon back together after all these years. Um, and it, like the set photos that got released like last year, they look dreadful because like Matt Damon's got like a mullet, but the knights Ben Affleck's got like bleach blonde hair and like a, a silly yeah. chin beard, and it just looked very strange. But the uh, the trailer got released for it yesterday. It looks all right. It's this kind of it's this medieval. Uh, it's set in France, apparently based on a true story, and it's it's a uh, Jodie Comer is Matt Damon's wife. Uh, she gets accused, or she accuses Adam Driver of you know, attempting, you know, trying it on. So then they have a duel. And that, that's kind of it, I suppose. But a lot of dodgy right. accents. But, you know, Ridley Scott can do the big the big epic medieval action. So. Jodie Comer does not do, do dodgy accents. She is a fantastic accent. Accentress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you wouldn't think Ben Affleck... Well, Ben Affleck's done bloody... Yeah. Oh, my flapper board. Ben Affleck's done English before, hasn't he, in... Uh, Shakespeare and Love, and um, yes, yeah. The less we'd say about that, the better. Oh, my clapperboard's falling. Give us a clap. Give us a clap on it. I'm not going to do it too loudly. I love it. That's not what we want. Anyway, so yeah, cool. We'll see what happens. Second to last bit, the trailer finally got released yesterday, Greg, for Jackass Forever. All right. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Really? Shut up. I love it. Have you seen <laughs> yeah, all the do. Jackass films? Yeah. I absolutely. I just love Jackass. I've always loved Jackass. Maybe it's the teacher quite, in me. I feel quite passionate. Stop being passionate such a about how bunch of bellends. Shut up, you. You're going to you kill grump. yourself. You stone. <laughs> you grumpy old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Good. Is, uh, Bam, Mar- is- Bam Margera's not in it, though. Have you heard no. about all this? Well, I've been watching his breakdown on uh, his demise on 
social media. What a dick. Apparently, it was written, they wrote it into the contract that, like, while she's shooting, because you've got to think it's, you know, it's a Paramount production, MTV films. So it's like big stuff. So they wrote into his contract, you are not allowed to do any drugs. You've got to take, you know, you've got to do drug tests and you've got to take particular, you know, pills to kind of uh, calm you down, that sort of stuff. Um, and he just breached his contract, essentially. Yeah, Did all the drugs. So. He's wow. um, he's a, he's in a bad way. Well, he was going to make his own film, wasn't he? That's what he yeah. was saying. On, he started going on 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 Instagram saying about yeah. how he was going to make his own Jackass film. Yeah, but it, it's got to the point where Jeff Tremaine, the director, has got a restraining order against him now. So, ooh, awkward. And so there you go. We'll see what happens. I love it, but who cares? And finally, Robin Williams would have been seventy today. So happy bloody birthday, Robin. Oh, yeah. There we go. And that was your news. These these really nice warm evenings just remind me of Spain. Just being yeah. like at the stone benches and yeah. walking up with the guitars playing. Because I've been to the year 3000. changed, but we live underwater. Correct. <laughs> So we watched a new film this week, Greg, didn't we? And I feel so enthused yes. by it. Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, which is basically, um, I'm going to call it a reboot. It's it's yeah. basically a reboot. That's For all intents and purposes, that's what it is. And what they've done instead of using Michael Jordan, they've used LeBron James. Nothing, nothing against LeBron James, apart from the fact he's a terrible actor. Um, <laughs> and... I couldn't figure out whether I was watching a film or whether I was watching like a two-hour advert for Warner Brothers and all their properties. Yeah. Um, so what you've got is instead of if you remember Space Jam, obviously, yeah. obviously we watched it fairly recently. And we spoke about it for our so solid you, and there's like a beautiful sort of simplicity to the fact that you know. The Looney Tunes world is down a hole in a golf course, and it's basically <laughs> essentially like underground, and yeah. and it's just this underground world that's cool. So, in Space Jam: A New Legacy, instead of that, what they've got to call it is the Warner Brothers um, Serververse, haven't they? Serververse, yeah. and at Warner Warner Brothers Studios, there's this huge building and in the basement of it there's this massive computer server that stores all of the Warner Brothers properties past and present all in one yeah. place and there's an AI guy played by Don Cheadle um, called really creative name Al G Rhythm yeah who I just want to say um, Don Cheadle really Acting his arse off in this one, like really, he's really throwing himself into this, isn't he? I reckon he must have gone and uh, green screened for this film for like a whole half day or something like that, <laughs> and uh, and then gone home. And wow, Yo, uh, do, you, do you want to do that take again, Don? Just so we got something else? No, 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 <laughs> that's fine. Let's move on. You're fine. That's all right. Um, <laughs> and in some ways it's 
there were some brief moments as it's taking you around the Warner Brothers universe where it makes you go, oh, is that one of Warner Brothers? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, I suppose it's HBO, HBO Max. That's So it's obviously one of Warner Brothers. Yeah, okay. Now you're going somewhere else. Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Lego does it. Lego movies do it and get away with it. Yeah. Because it's all in complete sort of like jest and good humor and everything like that. But they're essentially doing the same thing yeah. as they are here. But here it's just too, I don't know, it's just almost like gratuitous. Um, <laughs> look at look at everything. Hey, did you? Hey, remember we own that as well. Hey, do, remember this film? Hey, remember this series? That's us too. <laughs> Rick and Morty, that's us. And you know, so it's just like rammed full of these cameos and in, in for no particular reason. Um, and then, and probably because, and we spoke about this when we first heard about it, because Looney Tunes aren't relevant. Let's face it, they are not relevant. No. My kids no. don't know who Bugs Bunny is. They've not got a clue who Bugs Bunny is. So that's that's another reason why they had to do all this. Um, it's just it's it's anyway comparing back to the first Space Jam, it it's everything that's bad about the the way society, the direction society's gone over the last twenty five years since the first Space Jam, in yeah. that it's gone from beautiful simplicity where you've got a really nice imaginative idea to just this overcomplicated all about everything's digital the dig, the gross digitization yeah. of the world and uh, everything that's terrible about it and yeah i just felt quite sad because i thought they'd just bastardized a yeah. film that i'm very fond of it 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 is that what you say it's like just that over digitizing that you know that simplicity yeah all right if, on paper, if you're writing out the story for for the first Space Jam, it's not, you know, there's a lots of twists and turns and things like that. But really, they've got to play a game of basketball, yeah, to save the day, right? But then in this one, it's like you've got to play this basketball, you can play this game of basketball. But then actually, it's not a game of basketball; it's a computer game, and you've got to do this, yeah. and then and then, but then that will you'll you'll get zapped, and then you'll get deleted. But then there's this, and you power up, and it's just like what what is this it's just such a mess i agree with you with like the lego movie thing they've seen what the lego movie did and what like into the spider-verse did and thought right we need to do something here with yeah like like that let's get on it and let's bring in as many warner brothers properties as i can as we can but even before they do that they just like lego movie and and spider-man they don't blab about it they're not showing off whereas whereas this one it's just like um just so unsubtle any chance they've got to shove in like a Warner Brothers thing, they do. Even before they're in in the the, the like the what did they call what was it called the, the serververse. Even like Sarah Silverman did it for like two two scenes, which is a bit, a bit weird. Like yeah. there's an Aquaman poster behind her and a Joker poster. Yeah, all right, we get it. There, you, you two very big properties that got like a billion dollars. Cool, yeah. good for you. We know that, but also this is a kids film. Like Joker is not a kids yeah. film, so I wouldn't be like blabbing on about that um yeah, you know yeah, just yeah. to reiterate we own these properties we get it yeah i said don Cheadle was just on autopilot he's not even trying to act it's ridiculous <laughs> the one thing that was like kind of humorous was the revisiting of the old the old warner brothers properties and adding the looney tunes to it it wasn't it wasn't funny like and it, it oh, wasn't like great, but it was like, right, yeah, it was like okay, there's a Mad Max scene, and like Wiley e Coyote 
is one of like the whatever the war boys or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. cool. The Matrix, the Granny's um what's the name? Trinity. All right, yeah. funny. Okay, we got we got yeah. And then they just yeah. keep going and going. It's like, all right, okay. It reminded me a little bit of like um I don't know. You like Forrest Gump where they put Forrest into like classic scene, you know, classic news sure, reels yeah, and yeah. things like that. It's like, all right, okay, fine. That was all right. But then they just overdo it by bringing in everyone to to this uh you know to this basketball match and you kind of look in you, you kind of look in behind all the actual you know these characters to see who's in the background so we got the mask we've got mr freeze we've got the joker we've got the penguin we've got white walkers and things like that but my god did you find that these are just the most annoying extras in the world they just basically just said to him, right, everybody just cheer or look surprised, but everyone's just overdoing it so much. It's so distracting and just so annoying. I didn't laugh once. Um, and uh, do you think Bugs Bunny would genuinely, well, <laughs> do you think Bugs Bunny would genuinely be doing something? No, because he's not real. But uh, did you notice that they were sponsored by Nike? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you didn't notice. Yeah. It was just like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. it was just, it's it's just corporate crap. That's what yeah. it is. And it is, it's horrible. It is a horrible, horrible film. LeBron's quite funny in, in Trainwreck, uh, but he's, he's not an actor. And there's a scene where he, he tries to do an emotional performance with his son. And it's like, wow, that is dreadful really bad stuff so um really really awful so would you say greg this film is rat race or killer clowns from outer space i've not thought about rat race in a long time (laughs) (laughs) killer clowns from from outer space please yes i i agree where can we see this film greg it's available in cinemas now don't do it So my sister sent me a little message. Got another one for you. Uh, over the weekend, and it was just a picture of a plane. And I was like, right, well, it's Air Force One, the film, Air Force One. It was like a picture of a telly with a plane. And I was like, it's a scene from Air Force One. And uh, she said, there was a bit of a reason behind this. And she said that her and my sister, the last time they, my other sister, the last time they watched it, they were on a, on a coach in Spain going to like Port Aventura or something like that. So she said, my question is, what is a film that takes you back to an iconic moment or that you'll never forget where you watched it? Dust Till Dawn, Your Loft. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good. Um, I think probably... I watched, uh, go on. Sorry. Anchorman, Anchorman, yeah. probably in your caravan in, in Spain. <laughs> yeah, that makes uh, sense. Hall Pass as well. Um, I've never seen Hall Pass. That wouldn't that wouldn't be me. Oh, really? That'd be Chris. I bet that's Chris. Well, it was definitely in Spain, but why would you not have been there? I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was after you left. Yeah, maybe. maybe something like that. I watched um, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, so the final one, having not seen the first two at this beautiful little cinema, Penniston Paramount, with uh, oh. with Chris and Nick when it came out. And I think it was yeah. the first time I ever went up to like Stocksbridge to see to stay with them. And uh, yeah, yeah, they took me to this tiny, tiny little cinema, but it was like amazing little old like you know, like a I don't know what would you call it? 
like a proper classical like picture house sort of thing. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I always remember that, like where I watched that. That's great. Not yeah. first time I saw it, but I always remember going and seeing the Dark Knight with you at your university when they did yeah, like, that's screenings cool. there. That screening cool. room, that's pretty good. Uh, nice. God, I like stuff like that. Jungle yeah. Book was the first film I saw in the cinema. It was a little cinema that we used to have in Buxton when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, it's not there anymore. That's cool. So Hot Hotel Lose. Rwanda in uh, Fact in Liverpool. The film's fine, oh. but I just remember being at Fact. It was the first time I went. That was really cool. Yeah. I saw Super 8 at um, the uh, Marple, the Regent Cinema in Marple, which is a little old school cinema that has an interval yeah. and sells one pound ice yeah. creams at interval nice. um, that was cool I got to go on all day <laughs> yeah I like that yeah, I'm like... trying to think if there's like a particular like, like you're on like in the caravan or if there's, there's a particular time I remember watching a film for the first time but it was quite significant for something else I'm trying to think yeah um... yeah man. it's usually yeah. like the unusual places where you see something yeah where, um yeah, so where it kind I think of I watched Anchorman on a coach going to going to Italy. Yeah, uh, that was the first time I saw Anchorman. I remember. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Nice little question. Let us know if you wow. if you've got any, uh, you know, any interesting places you watched a film and that's kind of stuck with you. Uh, I think it's really fascinating. I quite enjoyed that. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. PG tips. Someone playing guitar? Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. A bit late. That's my, that's my neighbour, Matt. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is somebody trying to play guitar? <laughs> um, Excuse me. Yeah. Right, so this week's So Solid You is the 2016... Illumination, Illumination. Uh, animated film Sing, and um, it stars Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, Scarlett Johansson, John C. Riley, Taron Edgerton. It's got a pretty stellar cast. Yeah. And uh, what it what it involves is it's a world of um, like people who are animals. It's a bit like Zootopia in some ways. Yeah. Um, and. Um, there's a koala called Buster Moon, played by Matthew McConaughey, and he he owns a struggling theatre, and uh, which is sort of threatened by closure. So what he decides to do is put this big sort of competition, uh, a little bit like your sort of X Factor style thing, yeah. um, in order to sort of make a load of money and um, save the theatre. And that's that's pretty much the long and short of it, um, and it's really lovely um, because um, the thing that drives this film completely. Is the uh, is the music, and it's got an amazing, amazing soundtrack, and you've got musical pieces from, um, you know, you've got the, the big standout one is Taron Edgerton, Johnny. He does, um, he he does uh, Elton John. Elton much better than Elton John did it last year during lockdown. Um, but you've got loads of like you've got loads of sort of like minor 
um, members of the cast playing uh, playing all sorts of really cool songs there um, through the auditioning and through um, and through the main show itself as well. You got Peter Serafinovich pops up um, in there as sort of this the big daddy gang leader um, gorilla as well. Um, you've got you got you got all sorts of people like Adam Buxton's in there. He's another gorilla mm-hmm. called Stan. Um, it's it's just Ray brilliant. Berman's in it. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, the the cast Matilda's is unbelievable. Mum. Um, who's who's? Oh, mum, I watched sorry? Matilda last weekend. I didn't say uh, Matilda's mum, Rhea Perlman, ah, Rhea Perlman. wife. Ah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's unbelievable, and the, one of the big reasons this. I mean, it's <laughs> for me, it's a bit of a sort of like modern classic, and and the reason for that is it's. I think it's one of the first films. I enjoyed with my kids, like yeah. watch with my kids, and we we all had a great time watching it. Um, so much so that like my son Arthur loves Elton John now, and yeah. and I'm still standing as one of his favorite favorite songs. Um, but a lot of a lot of the music he likes, including that, comes off the back of his love for this film. Uh, yeah. So so that's I mean it just seemed to sort of like resonate it's funny it's sort of sentimental it's heartwarming it's entertaining because of the musical element to it as much yeah. as anything as well um and i really really like it um, yeah I, no i i agree with you i've only seen it once but i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it and the thing for me that stood out again was the music and there's that there's that passion and that sort of respect for the music whereas like some stupid animated films and I'm like, all right, forget like Scoob or some toss. Yeah, yeah. You know the um, they'll throw in a musical number, but it's because they're trying to be relevant. Do you know what I mean? So like Space Jam, Porky Pig does a bloody rap. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what's it's what the raps to. I can't remember now, but it's it's a particular song, yeah. but he does his own rap, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, oh, it's just cringeworthy. But this, there's a there is a real passion and as i say like respect Massive. for those those songs and those artists and the fact yeah. that the actual cast are, are all great singers as well you know scott hansen's released an album seth mcfarlane's released an album john c yeah, riley yeah. you know is is a wonderful wonderful singer and then you know yeah. taron coming and uh you know surprising everybody it's you know yeah. it's it's it is great it really really is and um it's another so eclectic reason it's so as well well, exactly exactly another reason it's so great though is uh, additional voices by wes anderson why the hell what not? What does he do? Does he just do random, random stuff? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you've got in there, you've got, you know, in your, yeah, I'm just looking at the soundtrack now. Obviously, like a bit, big moment of it is, um, like at the climax of it, is Golden Slumbers and Carry That Weight. Um, yeah. But the, um, what's she called? She's called like Nana, Nana Moon, isn't it? Played by Jennifer Hudson, um, yeah. which is awesome. You've got some Amazing. Stevie Wonder in there. You got Queen of Bowie. Don't do it under pressure. You got Leonard Cohen. Hallelujah. Uh, what else have you got? You got uh, Shake It Off. Taylor Swift. That's quite a big one in there. Uh, Elton John. I mentioned. Um, just got just got all sorts. But then you got some like really cool like snippet bits in the auditions as well. Uh, yeah. Some like um, I don't know what else is in there. I can't think off the top of my head right now. But yeah, it's um, it's it's brill. It's good fun. And it's just it just gets the tone just right, I think. Yeah, definitely. Where can we see this film, Greg? I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> just... 
I just can't even see you now. I'll light on in a minute. God, Bono was in Sing 2. Oh, God. Uh, it's available to rent on Amazon, Sky, YouTube, all that business. £2.50. It's also available on Virgin TV Go. But Ooh. just started appearing on my searches, but can't imagine many people have that. <laughs> Good. A critic. Leave us locked down. Isolation viewing, day six, film ten, Sicario. I think this is Denny Villeneuve's best film. The hyper-realism of it all really makes us empathise with Blunt, who is just thrown in at the deep end, and like us, has no idea what's really going on. Um, she's really the embodiment of the audience and puts in a fantastic performance. Brolin and Del Toro are enigmatic and menacing. Uh, Danny Kaluuya's in there. He has a good supporting role too. Um, it's just a terrific film. It looks visually stunning. Some of the landscapes he captures are jaw-dropping. Um, and it just perfectly illustrates how murky the world of crime and law enforcement is. There is no black and white. It's all a shade of grey. Good stuff, Lever. Have you seen Sicario yet? I haven't, no. I've heard you speak about it quite a lot. It's bloody yeah. great. Yeah, really, really good. Sure. Yeah, it's this... It's it's one of those ones like you're actually looking back, you probably wouldn't have you wouldn't think Denny Villain you would would um direct a film like that, this kind of like cartel esque, um, you know, just realistic kind of thriller because he's you know, he's kinda of known for his his kind of darker, you know, like well, sci fi and that sort of stuff, but it's bloody brilliant. Emily Bunn is fantastic in it. Benicio del Toro is great. Josh Brolin is Josh Brolin. He's just wonderful in everything he's in. Um, oh, it's a bloody great film. I really, really can't recommend it enough. And the sequel is actually pretty good as well. Uh, didn't need it. Yeah, but a pretty decent sequel. So there you go. Well, I've, I've got oh, six amazing. weeks with, six weeks without work ahead. So uh, you know, I might, <laughs> I might get around to it. Maybe, maybe we'll try and get it onto the old movie train at some point. That might be maybe. Fun. Awesome. Good stuff. Cool. If you would like to take part in Everyone's a Critic, let us know. Send us a voice-recorded review of a film you've seen and either loved, hate, hated, felt indifferent about. Who cares? Just send them in. Train. Good timing. Well, that was good timing. Can you hear it? Yeah. All aboard. <laughs> it's almost like set that up. <laughs> <laughs> the lengths I go to. Okay. Do you Is have it... anything for movie train? Because I've got I've got I a thought. Yeah. But... I, I've got a thought. Okay, I've got I, mean, I think I reckon we've got the same thought here. Well, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. I know what line I want to take. 
but I want to give you a choice of two places to get off. Okay. Yeah. What line do you think? Tell, me the, take tell me the line. I think. I, oh shit! I know. I think we're going to go down the Tony Collette line. Somewhere uh, yes. Right. Yes, we are. Yes, and we I think are. the two options you're going to give me. Yes. Are Knives Out. Yes. And obviously the one that I'm going to choose. <laughs> are we having duck? How lovely. <laughs> oh, so we are, so this week yes. we are taking the Tony Collette sorry, yes. next week we're taking the Tony Collette line from yes. Little Miss Sunshine Station all the way to the station called About a Boy. And I can't about that predi- predictable. I was gonna say I was gonna do the same thing. Okay, cool. So oh, oh, great yes. Yeah, man. Two yes. bloody belters the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Cool. Where can where can our listeners watch about a boy, Gregory? I mean, they must have already all seen it already. But if they haven't, they can head over to <laughs> head over uh, to ITV Two. It's always bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, they've they've got basically about a boy and Shaun of the Dead on Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's on Netflix. G. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, Sky Cinema, um, Now TV, all that business. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Can't bloody wait. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All aboard for next week's movie train. Choo choo. On the box. All right then, Greg. What is on the box for you this week? Right. Warning: It hasn't aged well, but <laughs> okay. I'm going for 7 p.m. on Five Star on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. The 1994 classic Jim Carrey comedy, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> Ooh. There's one particular bit that's like, yeah, that wouldn't fly today. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I, I agree. Great film. Great film. Um, what about you? So I've got some honourable mentions. Uh, you could go for Friday at nine or today at nine o'clock, ITV4, uh, the only Bond film that's a 15, Licence to Kill. Good stuff. You've got yeah. Lost Boys tonight at 25 to 11 on BBC One. You know, we spoke about that a few yeah, months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing, 25 to 11 on Film 4 tonight at Quiet Place. We bloody love it. Five cool. past midnight tonight. Uh, Channel 4, Blockers, which is this really, really funny kind of uh, bit of a raunchy comedy. These parents trying to stop their daughter's... Uh, having sex on prom night, basically, but it's it's a really funny cast. Uh, Ike Berenger, yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Ike Berenger, Leslie Mann, and John Cena. It's great. It's really funny. Yeah, uh, you yeah. can also go six twenty-five tomorrow morning uh, on E4. Fern Gully, bloody Fern Gully. Why the hell okay. not? Um, yeah, cool. yeah. Nine o'clock tonight, three hundred. Um, Five fifteen on Monday. Film for Paddington. We love it. But I'm going for okay, and this is. Uh, it's an odd channel, but apparently it's free. I'm going for ten past six 
six. <laughs> and I'm definitely not watching that. I'm just going to watch yeah. this on Disney Plus instead. Ten past six in the morning on Monday morning, because that's yeah. what I'm going to be doing on my Monday morning, on uh, <laughs> yeah. Talking Pictures TV, which apparently is a free channel, um, Disney's live-action Aladdin with Will Smith. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'll probably just watch it on Disney Plus oh. right now, but that's it's, fine. I really enjoy yeah. that film. It's good fun. I think it's it's one of the better live-action remakes, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. So let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. Jingle. And there we go. That is... Oh, shoot. Drop my phone. That is 59 or 29 in Season 2, Greg. It is Excellent. officially season three next week. Is that right? No, it's not. No, nope, it's the end of season two next week. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, man. Um, what I would cool. quite like people to do is make a bit of a thing out of next week because it's, it, it's 60 episodes. Yeah. I would like off the kind of back of what we were talking about earlier with the, uh, you know, is there a particular film, that sort of cinema experience sort of thing. I'd like people to send us a little bit of a voice note Um just telling us of an experience they had in a cinema that was like funny, memorable, not like that. you know. What? Yeah, 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 not like that. All right, okay. But like, you know, did something funny happen? Was there a film that you was you weren't you know expecting to be to be great? You know, whatever. I'm sure people have got a good sort of funny or exciting experience, something like that. And I want to know what it was. So send us a little voice yeah. note, and we'll talk them through next week. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful, I like that. Lovely. What's Lovely on the book. cards this week, Greg? Well, uh, pub tomorrow afternoon. Uh, nice. I'm going to finish work. And, uh, you know, just first first weekend not working. I just like to try and wind. It usually takes me a few days to wind down and switch off. It's a, a hard bit about finishing for the, for the holidays is taking the time to switch off, not thinking about it, turning the emails off, adjusting to life without having to think about work so that's what i'll be doing this weekend uh might involve a bit of being in the sunshine and a rain in it everywhere this weekend i think oh is it oh well that's bloody typical isn't it the moon looks fantastic tonight what about you if only this was a visual medium um i am so i'm at a wedding christmas's wedding so we're going down friday night tonight we're going we're leaving at about half seven um, and then, yeah, the, uh, the the big bloody wedding. I am officiating the uh, the ceremony, and obviously, yes. giving a best man speech as well. And you've been watching it's the, the Dave show. You've been watching Joey and Friends Joey. for uh, giving and sharing and having and receiving, <laughs> um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. so so that, that's my weekend. And uh, yeah. cool, that's about it, really. I like yeah. it. Quite excited. Yeah, well, right. enjoy. Um, Thank you. Password this week, Gregory. Oh, sorry. Uh, pass, password this week. Um, I suppose. I suppose it better be the moon. <laughs> I hope uh, there was um, there was a thing in lockdown. I was. It was one of my proudest moments. I'll have to try and remember this right. There was a, so it was during the first lockdown. And there was right. a news article um, about these people that got arrested, I think, for driving from London up to the Peak District. 
And uh, the reason they said they did it was so they could see the moon. And this was on Facebook. And I commented, <laughs> um, what? Hang on a second, I need to get my words right. Because I, I gave it a lot of thought before I did it. Um, they Something along the lines of, they drove too far, too soon. I saw the crescent. They saw the whole of the moon. <laughs> uh, the water boys. You know, they saw yeah. the water boys. Yes. Anyway, it was really good. It was good funny work. at the time. You had to be there. I, could... I was really proud of myself. I can see the moon, Greg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it here. Give it here. There you go. Thank you. I can see the moon. <laughs> yeah, you can. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, oh, that right. Well, I'm going to sit and wrinkle up like a raisin in bed right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not sure if there's many film- It's not really film watching weather, is it, when the evenings are no, so, it's not. so delightful? Uh, When's Suicide Squad come out? That's soon, isn't it? A week on Friday. It's a week Ooh. on Friday. So we will be talking about it not next week, but the week after. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's my next biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Good stuff. Right. Thank you, everybody, you for listening. Help? You can. Uh... I don't know. You can listen to us on Spotify every Friday. You can follow support us on social media. You can send us support us by buying us a beer. Definitely, Dads on Film Pod. Um, BuyMeCoffee.com forward slash Dads on Film Pod. Uh, you can send us messages, uh, film topics, questions, all this sort of stuff on social media. Why the hell not? Yeah. Don't be a grumpy old bar stool. Do it, do it, do it. Cool. Greg, right. love you. Have love a good night. Too. Have a good Bye-bye week. Now. Bye-bye. 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 Greg, we forgot the uh, bloody weigh-in, so I thought I'll just send you a little note. Uh, Pound and a half, not as good this week. Bit annoyed, so I'd lost two and a half and put one back on dick. So, uh, yeah, pound and a half down from last week. Must do better. How about you? Well, first of all, congratulations. You know, it's a pound and a half, pound and a half. I hate to say it, but I've lost three this week. Three pounds. So there you go. Cheers. <sighs>